On this week's show, BTS makes U.S. chart history, the awards are pouring in, and more. Welcome to BTS This Week for the week ending December 6th, 2020. I'm Carrie, a.k.a. BTS Bomber Bear, and I'm your host. Sorry, this is going to be a little late this week. Um, I don't know about y'all, but I stayed up. Well, I didn't stay up. I got up extremely early, two days in a row, to watch the uh, Mellow Music Awards and then Mama. And... So, when I tried to do my normal sat- Sunday night recording, yeah, I fell asleep. So, <laughs> so I'm recording this on Monday morning, so I apologize for the lateness. But there was also just so much stuff to go over this week. So, we need to go ahead and get started, and we're going to start, as always, with the data drop. BTS episode 118 was released this week, and in this episode, what they're doing is called Photo Story, and basically, they're giving some props, and the members have to make photos based on the props that they find, and it started this week. Of course, it's posted on Weverse. I'll have a link to that in the show notes at btsthisweek.com, and next week will be part two. Also released this week were the behind-the-scenes photos and the behind-the-scenes video, both on Weverse. Links to both will be in the show notes, but do keep in mind, behind-the-scenes content requires a paid pass to view. BT21 posted a new video this week, Origin Story, Episode 3, Starry Starry Night, and it's about Shookie. And it's a really sweet story um, where Shuki is trying to find a treatment for his grandpa. And he and Koya kind of talk about it. It's, it's really neat. So definitely check that out. Also, BTS EDU released a new video this week. And the reason they did, it was Jen's birthday. So happy birthday, Jen. Um, they released a video, another how to type in Korean. And it's a video to type a Korean birthday message to Jin. Also, BTS EDU posted a new Bon Boraj video that's Bora who's going to Korea to learn, and she's learning Korean. And what they did was they took all those flight um, boarding passes that you could customize with your own information and then post. They compiled a bunch of those into a video with Spring Day as the soundtrack. 
Very cute. Maple Story released episode two of their uh, Maple Story BTS brainstorming for their new collaboration. And in this episode, the members designed their own characters and Young's reaction to the final character for him so adorable. Also on YouTube, we got the Grammy Museum Mini Masterclass video this week. And then we got two videos about the holiday sing-along. Um, this past week was the Disney holiday sing-along. And BTS sang Santa Claus is Coming to Town. ABC, this, the network that uh, broadcast the holiday sing-along, they posted a video of BTS's segment. And then Big Hit posted a behind-the-scenes video about it. So both of those are on YouTube. Links to those in the show notes, btsthisweek.com. On to the charts. On the Billboard charts for the week ending December 5th, on the Billboard 200 album chart, B debuts at number one. We will talk about that in more specifics in the news section, but it is huge. Uh, Back of the Soul 7, number 106. On the top album sales chart, B, of course, was number one. Seven was number 53. And School Love Affair still charting on the chart, 72. On the Billboard Hot 100, Life Goes On debuts at number one. This is huge in so many ways that we're going to discuss again in the new segment. Dynamite, number three. Blue and Gray, it's the highest charting of the B-sides. It started at number 13. Um, I've pretty much decided that is my favorite song besides Life Goes On on the album. It barely beat out Disease. But Blue and Gray, number 13. Stay, number 22. Fly to My Room, number 69. Telepathy, number 70. And Disease, number 72. So every track minus the skit charted on the Billboard Hot 100. So that is amazing. Savage Love is charting at number 19, and that includes sales and streams of the BTS remix. On the digital song sales chart this week, BTS has the top six songs. In this order, Life Goes On debuts at number one, Blue and Gray, Stay, Telepathy, Disease, and Fly to My Room. Then Dynamite is still charting at number eight. Again, the only track not to make the chart is the skit. I would hazard a guess that based on the sales and the, fa- the fact that every other song charted, skit probably had enough sales, but it's not really a song. So maybe it didn't fit the, you know, guidelines to be on a song chart. Not sure. Just my thought. Savage Love is still charting on the digital song sales chart at 37, and it includes sales and streams of BTS Remix. want to point out that BTS is the first act in chart history to occupy the entire six spots on the digital song sales chart. On the Pop Song Radio Airplay Survey chart, Dynamite is at number six. Notice something? Yes, Life Goes On is not on it at all. We will discuss later. On the Billboard Global 200, 
Life Goes On, number one. Dynamite, number three. Blue and Gray, number nine. Stay, number 16. Fly to My Room, number 22. Telepathy, number 28. And Dis-Ease, number 30. On the Global Excluded U.S. chart, Life Goes On is number one. Dynamite, number two. Blue and Gray, number 15. Fly to My Room, number 20. Telepathy, number 28. Stay, number 32. Dis-Ease, number 35. And Boy With Love featuring Halsey, number 130. On the Billboard Social 50 this week, BTS remains number one for the 207th week. They have been on the chart for 216 weeks total. They also moved up to number one on the Artist 100 chart. They are still the group with the most weeks at number one on the chart. On the World Albums chart, B debuts at number one, Map of the Soul 7, number three, Love Yourself Answer, number five, Love Yourself Her, number seven, School Love Affair, number nine, Map of the Soul Persona, number 14, and Love Yourself Tear, number 15. On the World Digital Song Sales Chart, BTS basically controls almost the entire chart. Life Goes On, debuts at number one, Blue and Gray, number two, Stay, number three, Telepathy, number four, Dis-Ease, number five, Fly to My Room, number six, Filter, number seven, My Time, number nine, Euphoria, number 12, On, number 17, and finally, Boy With Love featuring Halsey, number 18. On the Billboard Canadian Albums chart, B, number one, woohoo! congratulations Canadian Army. On the singles chart, Life Goes On is number eight. Dynamite is number 9, Blue and Gray, number 64, Fly to My Room, number 65, Telepathy, number 70, Dis-Ease, number 73, and Stay, number 76. On the Japanese Hot 100 Singles Chart, Dynamite is actually the highest charting song. It's number 3, Life Goes On, number 10, Fly to My Room, number 42, Stay Gold, number 45, Blue and Gray, number 52, Telepathy, number 76. Your Eyes Tell, number 81. Stay, number 85. Dis-Ease, number 86. And Boy With Love featuring Halsey, number 88. On the Rolling Stones, Stone Charts for the week ending December 3rd, on the Top 200 Albums Chart, B is number 18 with 21.5 thousand album units. And Map of the Soul 7 is number 189 with 5.1 thousand album units. On the Top 100 Songs chart, Dynamite is number 84, with 38.8 thousand song units. And on the Artist 500 this week, BTS is number 31, with 27.9 million song streams. On the UK charts for the week ending December 10th, on the UK Albums chart, B is number 33, on the sales chart, it's number 47. And on the download chart, it's number 32. On the UK singles chart, Dynamite is number 30. And Life Goes On is number 89. On the single sales chart, Life Goes On is number 11. And Dynamite is number 49. And then finally, on the singles download chart, Life Goes On is number 10. And Dynamite, number 45. On the Amazon 
U.S. charts for December 6th, I checked that at around 10, 15 p.m. Central Time last night. The Amazon U.S. bestsellers chart, B is number 18, and Map of the Soul 7, number 155. On the new releases chart, B is number 10. On the bestsellers of 2020 so far, Map of the Soul 7 remains number one where it's been since its release, and B is number seven. On the Amazon Digital Bestsellers and Albums chart, top 100 paid, B is number 28. On the Digital Bestsellers and Songs, top 100 paid, Filter, number one, Blue and Gray, number two, Stay, number three, Life Goes On, number four, Telepathy, number 15, Fly to My Room, number 17, Dis-Ease, number 18, Dynamite, is number 19, that's the song from B, and it's also number 31, which is the original Dynamite release. My Time is number 53, and the skit, number 58. On the Amazon bestsellers of 2020 so far songs, Stay is number 1, Blue and Gray, number 2, Filter, number 3, My Time, number 5, Dynamite, number 8. Life Goes On, number 15. Euphoria, number 26. On, number 37. Telepathy, number 42. Dis-Ease, number 43. Fly to My Room, number 45. Dynamite Instrumental, number 59. On featuring Sia, number 89. And the Dynamite Acoustic Remix, number 100. On the YouTube charts for the week ending December 3rd, on the Top Songs Global chart, Dynamite's number 5, Life Goes On, number 6, and the Savage Love BTS Remix, number 24. On the U.S. Top Songs chart, Dynamite is number 20, Savage Love BTS Remix, 26, and Life Goes On, 29. On the Global Top Music Videos chart, Life Goes On Official Music Video is number 5, and the Dynamite official music video is number 12. On the U.S. Top Music Videos chart, Life Goes On official music video number 23 and Dynamite number 58. On the Global Top Artists chart this week, BTS is number 3 and on the U.S. chart, they're number 12. Over the past seven days on YouTube, BTS had 329 million global plays. The top country view-wise was Japan with 38.3 million. And the top song, Dynamite, 66.5 million. Got a few view milestones this week. Boy With Love, official music video, 1 billion five, no, excuse me, 1 billion 50 million. Idol, 800 million. Mic Drop, 800 million. Dynamite official music video, 660 million. Black Swan official music video, 210 million. Life Goes On official music video, 170 million. 170 million. Stay Gold, 140 million. The combined audio stream files of B, 130 million. And the Savage Love lyric music video, 100 million. Like milestones this week, 
Dynamite has passed 22 million likes. That's amazing. Boy With Love featuring Halsey has passed 20 million, and it makes BTS the first act in YouTube history to have two music videos make uh, pass this milestone. And in Spring Day the Queen, 7 million likes. It's the 16th BTS song to pass this milestone. Two comment milestones this week. The first one, Dynamite has passed 10 million comments, and it is the first music video in YouTube history to do so. And Epiphany has passed 1 million. On Spotify for the week ending December 3rd, on the Spotify Global 200 Weekly, Dynamite's number 6, Life Goes On, number 15, Blue and Gray, number 94, Fly to My Room, number 100, Telepathy, number 116, Disease, 126, and Stay, 128. On the U.S. 200 Weekly, Dynamite is number 50, and Life Goes On, number 73. Looking at the listener count for last week's episode, India is once again the number one country, beating out the United States. Very cool. Um, So, checked out the India 200 Weekly. Life Goes On, number one. Dynamite, number three. Blue and Gray, number 19. Fly to My Room, number 27. Telepathy, number 41. Stay, number 48. Disease, number 54. Savage Love, BTS Remix, number 68. Boy With Love featuring Halsey, number 96. And on, number 196. Good work, India Army. On the top 50 albums global chart, which is dated November 26th, B is number one, Map of the Soul 7, number 22, and Love Yourself Answer, number 30. Stream milestones on Spotify this week. B has passed 700 million streams. Boy With Love, 560 million. Dynamite, 490 million. Fake Love, 380 million. Idol, 200 million. I'm Fine, 100 million. Eight, IU featuring Yungi, 90 million. Stay Gold, 90 million. Life Goes On, 80 million. Moon, 60 million. And Blue and Gray, 30 million. On SoundCloud for the week ending December 6th, on the Most Played All Genre All Countries chart, Abyss, the new single by Jen, which we played at the beginning of the episode, is number three, and Still With You, number 43. On the Most Played Pop Songs All Countries, Still With You is number one, 10,000 Hours, number three, Tonight, number seven, Winter Bear, number eight, Four O'Clock, number 13, Scenery, number 16, and Euphoria DJ Swivel Forever Mix, number 39. On the most played pop songs U.S., Still With You is number 40. Again, this is like Promise. I don't understand why Promise isn't on these two charts. And I don't understand why Abyss is not on these two charts. If they're not tagged as pop, what are they tagged as? I can't figure it out. But, in addition, Abyss, Jen's new solo, which we will discuss later, debuted at number one on SoundCloud's new and hot chart across all music genres. So, congratulations to Jen. Social metrics for BTS for the week ending December 6th from Next Big Sound. Twitter mentions were 24.9 million. That was up 62.9%. 
Retweets were 8.6 million, which was up 12.4%. Twitter followers were up 158,000 for 31.2 million total. That was down 22.8% week to week. Wikipedia page views, 91,000. That was down 3%. Facebook page likes increased by 69.3,000 for just a little bit over 13 million total. And week to week, that is down 17.9%. There are now 530.1 thousand SongKit followers. There were a few new Bangtang TV videos this week. Um, The first one was a dynamite stage cam from Good Morning America. There's also a shout-out video where BTS is encouraging um, students in Korea ahead of the college entrance exam. There was a video of Dynamite from the FNS Music Festival. That is actually a really neat performance. Uh, Definitely want to check that out. It's done in kind of a a surreal art museum. And the art on the walls, done by BTS members. Big Hit also posted on Bangtang TV, The Life Goes On and Dynamite uh, performances from The Late Late Show with James Corden. There's a video for Abyss. It, well, it's actually an audio. Um, but Abyss by Jen has uh, an audio on YouTube. And the cover art for that is really cool. There's a new Break the Silence movie commentary package trailer. That was posted to Bangtang TV this week. As was the MMA performance, which we will discuss in more detail later. A link to all these will be in the show notes, btsthisweek.com. There was one new VLive video this week, and of course, it was Jen's birthday video. A few extra data points this week. Eight, the song by IU featuring Yoongi has been chosen as 2020 Song of the Year by IZM, and that's Korea's biggest music critic website. So congratulations, IU and Yoongi. Love Yourself Answer has been certified gold in Denmark. That means that it has sold 10,000 units. So that's pretty cool. Some notes about Dynamite. It has now spent 30 days at number one on Spotify Japan, and it's the first song on Oricon by a Korean act to pass 100 million streams. On Music Bank, Dynamite faced off with Life Goes On and won its 26th music show win. Also, Dynamite has been certified gold in Spain. So, congratulations, Spanish Army. Speaking of show wins, by the way, Life Goes On got its uh, third and fourth wins this week. It got a third win on Music Core with the highest score point for a song of all time. And then also one on Inkigayo. BTS now has 46 music show wins in 2020 and 120 wins overall. They have the most show wins in Korean history. Three articles to recommend to you this week. The first one is from Revolution Magazine. And it's titled B, 
the album that will pave the way for BTS's popularity in Africa. And the article discusses Dynamite and its popularity in Africa and how we think that will uh, equate to more popularity for B, the album. On CNN, K-pop group BTS can defer military service after South Korea passes new law. Basically, they have given K-pop artists two extra years to serve uh, or to initiate their mandatory military service. Um, a lot of really bad articles about it um, where it says Army's celebrating and Army wanted this. And, and granted, nobody wants BTS to take a long 18-month break, but we're all accepting of the fact that they have to serve in the military um, because they are. So I tried to find the least off-the-mark off the article. So CNN's article will be in the show notes. And then finally, from International Policy Digest, fashion and gender fluidity, from BTS to Harry Styles to exploring identities. If you don't follow Harry Styles or Vogue magazine, he was recently the first male cover artist, uh, cover model, excuse me, and he was wearing a dress. And some people, at least in the United States, were not complimentary of that. Um, but, you know, Harry Styles doesn't care. Um, and this article, I, I think, was inspired by the fact that Harry Styles got all this... Um, all this negative feedback about his cover photo and then discussed about BTS and how they have addressed, you know, maxic, maxic, toxic masculinity and their fashions. So interesting article to check out. Links to those in the show notes, btsthisweek.com. So, on to the news. There are a lot of year-end news stories coming out, you know, like year-end charts and things. I am saving all of that. I'm going to do a special 2020 year-end review episode, and that's where I'll talk about all that stuff, and the current plan is to live stream it. I have to uh, figure out the technicalities of that and make sure that I can do it, and then I will let you know next week's episode when, what time, everything. But my goal is to live stream the recording of the 2020 Year in Review special episode. So, on to the news. BTS has made U.S. chart history. Okay, I know they've done it before, but this is on another level. First off, B debuted at number one on the album chart. That is such an amazing feat. We will discuss that more in a few minutes. But do know that their pure album sales, 32,000 copies. That is for a $50 physical album. Um, you, of course, could have bought the digital album, but that's 32,000 copies sold for the first week of Billboard tracking. 
Life Goes On debuted at number one on the singles chart. This is huge, huge. There were 129,000 digital sales, and that makes it the second biggest digital sales week for singles in the United States. The first, the song in first, Dynamite. It had 265,000 the first week. It had 14.9 million streams. Um, according to Nielsen Music, it sold 150,000 units. The thing that it did not do was get airplay. Airplay was abysmal. For the week ending t- November 29th, it was played on less than, I believe, less than 10 radio stations. And only one radio station, which was KJYO in Oklahoma City, played it more than 10 times. So, Life Goes On got number one because of ARMY. Radio did not help at all. Now, when you look at the sales, um, specifically, uh, Billboard points out that 129,000 were digital downloads and 20,000 physical singles. So physical singles are those cassettes and vinyl that we all ordered before the song came out. Life Goes On is BTS's third number one in three months. The first one, of course, was Dynamite. And the second one was the Savage Love BTS remix. And then, finally, this last week, life goes on. I apologize for the barky dog in the background. He has been barking all stinking morning. And I do not know why. Um, He's just agitated for some reason. Uh, Okay, so, on with what we were talking about. BTS posted a video of their reaction of all this great chart news, and it was, as expected, adorable. I will link to that in the show notes. But they screamed their heads off, just like we all did when we heard. So here is the list of history-making records that BTS has set this week, and it is not a short list. That's what I'm saying. They have... This has been an incredible week for BTS making chart history. Okay, so here we go. Life Goes On. First Hot 100 number one in the chart's history, sung predominantly in Korean. BTS is the first group with multiple number one debuts on the Hot 100. Of course, that was Dynamite and Life Goes On. Life Goes On is the first non-English language song to debut at number one. BTS is the first group to simultaneously debut at number one on the Hot 100 and the Billboard 200 album chart in the same week. The only other person to do that, Taylor Swift. First group to hit number one simultaneously on the Artist 100, Hot 100, and Billboard 200. First act in chart history to occupy the entire top six of the digital song sales chart. We discussed that in a little a little while ago. Okay, so in exactly three months, BTS had three number ones. This is the fastest that's been done in over 42 years. The last group to do that, of course, the Bee Gees. Uh, they did that in 19, between December 24th, 77, and March 18th of 78. 
How deep is your love? Staying Alive and Night Fever. All three from Saturday Night Fever soundtrack. If you were not around then, which I was, although I was small, I was eight and nine at that time. Um, basically, that album was all anybody was playing or buying at the time. So that says a lot that BTS has had three number ones in this, the practically the same amount of time. They have gotten their first three number ones quicker than anybody since the Beatles. And that was the Beatles' first three songs. I Want to Hold Your Hand, She Loves You, and Can't Buy Me Love, which was in 1964. They did it in two months and three days. BTS is the second act to have two, uh, three number ones on the Hot 100 this year. The other one is Ariana Grande. They're also the first act with more than two members with three songs to spend their first weeks at number one in the same year since the Bee Gees again, which is in 1979. And they did that with Too Much Heaven, Tragedy, and Love You Inside Out. The 70s were a great decade for the Bee Gees. They are the first duo or group to have two number one Hot 100 debuts. Also, among acts of more than two members, that's so weird, uh, BTS is the first to have two spots in the top three since Black Eyed Peas. They did it in 2009. So, other chart news for this past week. On the Hot 100 Producers chart, P-Dog, number two. So, congratulations, P-Dog. And then on the Hot 100 Songwriters chart, Nam June. First time he's been on the chart, he was at number three. And Yoongi, first time he was out on the chart, number nine. On the Global 200, Blue and Gray debuted at number nine. It was number 13 on the U.S. chart. Um, but it was the best-selling download globally, and it sold over 69,000 copies in the U.S., so it was the best-performing B-side from the album. And then finally, BTS is the first act to place seven different songs on the Hot 100. Well, let me rephrase that. Simultaneously place seven songs on the Hot 100. That is a record for Korean artists. So, lots of awesome chart history set in this past week. There was some chart news in some other countries. B debuted at number one in Poland. It's the second Asian act, uh, second album by an Asian act to debut at number one. The other one being Map of the Soul 7. It also debuted number one on Oricon this week with over 191,000 copies sold. And it's their seventh album to go number one in Japan. Also, it debuted at number one in Denmark. So, Danish Army, congratulations. And it's their first number one album in Denmark. In Austria, B debuted at number four, and Life Goes On debuted at number 34. So, good work, Aust Austrian Army. 
So, like I said, just tons and tons of historic chart news made this week. I mean, it's just amazing. Um, And there's been a lot of discussion about B, and especially about Life Goes On being number one as a Korean language single. Um, There was an awesome article on Refinery29, and it is titled, BTS Helps the World Feel a Little Smaller, and We Need It More Than Ever. That's by Natalie Marin, and very good article. And here is the base. Here, here's one of the central themes of this article. I think is very important to remember when you're thinking about about B. Uh, B. They have moved ahead. I mean, this is. A, I think B is a huge artistic step ahead for BTS. Not that their other stuff was not good or anything. This is just different, and. This is what Natalie says in her article. Every step forward that the members of BTS take isn't a step beyond the crowd, pulling ahead while leaving others behind. Like the Earth's gravitational pull, their steps forward bring everyone around them even closer to each other. With every barrier they break, they reinforce the bridges they've built. BTS doesn't just top charts, they move culture and make the world feel a little smaller. So awesome. Um, An excellent article uh, by Lanika Cruz in The Atlantic titled BTS's Life Goes On Did the Impossible. And it, you know, she points out the fact that, um, you know, most most army, including her, once Dynamite went number one, knew that it was only a matter of time for one of their Korean singles to go number one. Just didn't expect it to be so quickly. Um, she points out that unlike Dynamite, Life Goes On received minimal production promotion and radio play, which makes it debut at, its debut at number one that much more unbelievable. Enormous physical and digital sales led by the group's dedicated fans known as ARMY, pushed the single to the top. In other words, Life Goes On is currently the biggest song on the charts, released by the biggest musical group in the world, and there's a good chance you haven't heard it. So, it's absolutely true. What got Life Goes On to number one is fans. Now, I know there's... Always to talk about, oh, it's, you know, the only reason number one is ARMY. It's just their fan fan base is so big. Well, how does any other act get on to number one? Their fans buy their stuff. We buy BTS's stuff. And that's why it's number one. Uh, you know, this just, though, continues to point out the ridiculousness of having radio play be a part of the chart because and I wish I could remember who made this point because I want to give them credit but they made a good point you know radio play everything else that is part of the chart is based on 
on user consumption. How many times we've streamed it, how many times we've watched it, how many times we've bought it. But Radio Play is not based on user consumption. It's based on how often somebody at a radio station or a broadcasting entity decides they want to play something. Uh, it's completely out of place in the chart qual- uh, equations. And I think Life Goes On is really uh, showing that, that that is the case. Lainey Gossip, in an article that she posted this week, she talks about Life Goes On and the fact that it had no radio airplay. And an excellent quote from her article. You cannot overstate the significance of this accomplishment or explain it through the lens of how the Western entertainment industry has represented how this beep works. Because BTS has disrupted all models of success that we previously thought were the way to winning on their terms. Again, they're not doing it through radio. Radio is making, you know, it's, it feels like to me what I've heard about how they were treated in Korea at the beginning, where they weren't part of the big three, so media made no effort to really cover them until they got popular outside of Korea. Radio is making little to no effort to play BTS unless they sing in English. And so there's a lot of the the general public who has not been exposed to BTS, although they may know who they are, you know, oh, they're a boy band that's really popular, Um, but they don't know their music. They haven't heard Life Goes On. Uh, They're not finding out what the lyrics are about, and radio is making no effort to help them along. And will they change their minds? I doubt it. I really do. I'm... I'm, if you've listened to this podcast uh, for any extended period of time, you know I'm pretty pessimistic about radio. It could change. Never know. But I don't see it. Also, uh, Forbes had an article by Brian Rowley, who has been great about discussing BTS and basically radio xenophobia. Um in their playing of them. And he says in his article, despite receiving virtually no airplay, radio play, excuse me, life goes on, still top the singles chart, largely due, largely thanks to its robust sales. And then he goes over all the history that, you know, I went over, or I'm not, anyway, he went over some of the history. And then this quote, Each achievement on this non-exhaustive list is remarkable in its own right, but the true marvel of Life Goes On is this. A largely Korean-language song debuted at number one on the Billboard Hot 100 with virtually no radio play, no remixes, and no bundles. The song's stratospheric debut offers unimpeachable proof of BTS's popularity and the dedication of their fans. Together, they have subverted a Western music industry whose archaic practices are often rooted in racism and xenophobia and redefined what a Korean pop act can achieve on the U.S. charts. 
And really, what else is there to say but that? Radio is insisting on being gatekeepers. They're insisting on keeping out anything that isn't in English or anything that they don't get. They kind of just... They put down fandoms as screaming teenagers, which, even if that were true, teenagers still stream, teenagers still buy music, um, maybe not as much as adults with jobs, but they still do. And to discount... Again, to discount the success of the single because it's just the fandom, that's, that is who buys uh, artists' music. You know, here's, my, here's, a, here's a story I want to tell you about. Sam Smith, okay? I don't, didn't usually watch Saturday Night Live. One night, my husband and I are hanging out with my brother at his house, and for some reason we decide to watch it and it's the night that Sam Smith first performed on Saturday Night Live. Until Saturday Night Live, I had never heard of him. Before Saturday Night Live was even over, I was pre-ordering his first album. So you can't discount how important these this kind these kinds of exposure are to get new fans. Um Sam Smith was not really that well-known in the United States until Saturday Night Live, and then his first album went crazy. Um, it's the same thing with BTS. Every time they make, have an appearance, there's we get more fans, we get more ARMY. There's lots of baby ARMY this year from their appearances on uh, Corbin and Fallon and, you know, just... Um, amazing new fans. Radio doesn't want there to be new BTS fans. They just don't. They don't want to play them. They don't want to have to play them. And I, again, I wish I could remember who said this so I could give them credit, but as they said, radio shouldn't even be a part of the equation anymore. They not. They don't reflect actual user consumption they reflect the attitudes of the people who make the playlists. And, again, they're not playing the number one song in the country. How do you not play the number one song in the country? Well, the reason they're not is because, you know, they're xenophobic. I mean, there's no other, there's no other way to explain it. <sighs> but, again, congratulations to BTS on their number one song, their number one album, and very excited for what's coming up for them in the next year or so. Alright, next story. Dynamite reigns at MMA and Mama. So we have started the year-end awards and uh, music shows in Korea. And the 
first one this week was the Mellon Music Awards, and BTS got lots of stuff to add to their bag. They got the top 10 uh, award. Um, basically, the top 10 award is what it sounds like. Top 10 artists get, get a trophy. Um, some people view it as a participation award. <laughs> basically, if you show up for the awards, you get one. Um, sometimes it seems like that. Yes, it does. Uh, I, will, I will not deny that. But BTS got a top 10. They got Best Dance Mail, Net, Netizen's Choice, and the, the strangest one, 8 by IU featuring uh, Youngie. Love that song. A lot of people love that song. It's been a huge hit in Korea. Got Best Rock. On what planet is is eight rock? Um, they wanted to give it a reward. They pushed it into some weird category and they gave it to them. Um, but best rock, a little odd. But they again, IU and Sugar, congratulations. Uh, and then on the the day sayings, uh, BTS won Artist of the Year. They won Album of the Year with Map of the Soul Seven and Song of the Year with Dynamite. BTS is now the first act to win Song of the Year at MMA three times. They won it in 2017 for Spring Day, The Queen, 2019, Boy With Love, and then this year with Dynamite. Their performance was amazing. Okay, granted, their end-of-year performances are always amazing, but this was amazing. It started off with the orchestral Black Swan music. And please, Big Hit, we all want the orchestral version of Black Swan to be released. We all adore it, and we want it. Please, please release it. But anyway, back to the performance. So they did a dance performance to the orchestral Black Swan music. Uh... JK came out first. Jimin then comes out. And Jungkook does this amazing lift of Jimin. It's just, it's like a ballet. It's it's amazing. You, ha- you really have to see this video. Again, show notes, btsthisweek.com. We'll have a link to the video. But I know everybody in my group chat and me and everybody that I checked on Twitter immediately went, what did we just see? Um, it has inspired tons and tons of fan art, but it was incredible. Then uh, Jin and Nam June danced, and then Tay and Hobie, and all of them, it was just like art. They, I've seen screen captures of the performance, parts of the performance, and it's just like paintings. It's amazing. It was beautiful. Then we move on, and they did uh, kind of a VCR, uh, you know, the whole BTS going down the white sedairs thing, and they left a gap for Yugi. Oh, it was so sad. It's so sad to see that gap. I mean, I know he's doing better, and I know he's in... He's doing uh, physical therapy now, so hopefully he'll be back soon. 
But, oh, every time I see that gap, it just breaks my heart. Um, so then they moved on and did, after that, they did On with uh, dancers. And when Yugi's part came up, they played a recording of his part again. Um, it's just as bad as the gaps left in the lineup. It's just, ugh. Ugh. Then next, they performed Life Goes On, and they were kind of separated in these boxes outlined by light. So it makes you think a lot about the concept art of when they were each in their own room. And um, that performance ended with a huge um, graphic of all, all these army watching uh, over, you know, web conference. So that was really cool. And then the final song they performed was Dynamite. And, you know, Dynamite's a fun song, and it's fun to watch them perform it, but they did a new dance break in the middle that was definitely Michael Jackson-inspired. It was incredible. I know I've said that a lot. It was amazing. Uh, Hobie was definitely the star of that dance that dance break. He was in his purple velvet jumpsuit. He had his hat on, and he it was just I'm trying not to say incredible, but it was incredible. The performance at MMA was awesome. So definitely check out the, the show notes and the link to watch that. Uh, I have watched it numerous times and made my husband watch it, <laughs> and he agreed that it was awesome. So definitely check it out. Now, Nam June, uh, in his acceptance speech for Artist of the Year, there are two two quotes I'd like to read from that because, as you know, Nam June has a way of putting things in words that even makes an acceptance speech kind of poetic. So, the first quote: "Ironically enough, what we felt most clearly this year was that the sincerity we had spread throughout the world until now had not been in vain." Though we cannot currently see each other, reach each other, hold each other's hands, and embrace each other, we are connected. <sighs> it's just, you know, I know we've discussed this before, but really, it is. BTS got a lot of us through this year. And. And it turns out we got them through this year as well. And it's just, that quote puts it perfectly. And then the second quote, if that first one didn't make you just kind of sigh, this one, it really is going to. I would like it if in our own places, through our own mediums, in order to reach others, we were able to pierce this long, long winter until the coming of spring. Survive together, and in doing so, live. The seasons will return, and life does go on. So let's have faith that spring will come. And I would, and so I would like it if you could continue living with me. <sighs> like I said, he makes even acceptance speeches poetic. It's amazing, and was. Words that a lot of us need to hear. And, and so, thank you, Nam June, for saying them. Because it was was definitely something that 
that I thought about a lot after the awards. So also this week was the MNET Asian Music Awards, a.k.a. MAMA. They're going to have to get bigger bags. That's all there is to it because they can't possibly have any more room in their bags for awards right now. They At MAMA, they won Best Dance Male Group, Dynamite. Best Collaboration, 8, IU and Youngie. Worldwide Fans Choice, Best Music Video for Dynamite, Best Male Group, 2020 Visionary. Day Sangs, they won Album of the Year, Map of the Soul 7, World Icon of the Year, Worldwide Icon of the Year, excuse me, Song of the Year for Dynamite, and Artist of the Year. When they accepted the Album of the Year award, Jamin called Yungi, held up the phone to his microphone, and Yungi gave the acceptance speech, which was so awesome because, again, these gaps without Yungi are very felt in Army. We all miss him. We all wish him well and want him to get better and not rush. Um, but at the same time, his absence is felt. And so it was very nice to hear him give the acceptance speech for Album of the Year. So BTS has now become the first artist in Korean history to earn more than 50 day sayings. They have 51 now after Mama. And there were other awards that um, BTS-related artists won. Uh, Best Executive Producer of the Year, Bang PD. Best Producer of the Year, P-Dog. Congratulations, P-Dog. Best Video Director of the Year for Dynamite, Lumpins. And then Best Art Director of the Year, also for Twilight, uh, Mew. So, um, just, I mean, if there was something they could win, they won it at MAMA. They did really, really well. Performance. Of course, the MAMA performances are always outstanding. It began... Uh, in a stadium where they performed on with a full marching band and a large drum corps. Um, I always like hearing the the marching band play on. Uh, the members were kind of dressed as um, drum majors, and they did an extended dance break, which, which during which each member got a focus. Um, so that. That was really awesome. Um, afterwards, they moved from the stadium to the stage where they played. They performed Dynamite. Uh, lots of fireworks, real and simulated. Uh, and then I think the best, well, not I think I know the best part of the performance at Mama was the performance of Life Goes On. Basically, shows them on a city street. Uh, there's sidewalk cafes. People walking around, going to shops, but they're all frozen because of the pandemic. And, you know, BTS performs the song, navigates this this cityscape of frozen people. Um, Probably the best visual representation of the pandemic I've seen so far. Um... And then when they begin to, when uh, they line up, a light comes down and 
hologram Yugi appears. That was amazing. It is, you know, holograms are a little creepy. You have to admit, but this was a pretty good hologram. And so hologram Yugi comes out and performs Yugi's part of the song, and it was nice not to see the gap, uh, not to hear his recorded voice perform. Um, although we were still hearing his recorded voice, but you know what I mean. Uh, hologram Yugi was awesome. Uh, it was interesting because Yugi was posting on Universe, uh, Uverse, not Uverse, Weverse, excuse me, uh, before, during, and after the performance. Uh, Mama was like the longest award show ever, which is why I couldn't stay awake enough to record this last night. Um, seriously. The sun was coming up by the time it ended up. At my house, the sun was coming up. It was like it was like 9 o'clock in the morning by the time it was over. It was crazy long. And so Yungi was posting on Weavers like, when are they going to perform? <laughs> Good question. <laughs> but, um, you know, Hologram Yungi comes out, does his part, and then people begin to unfreeze and live life again. So, huge statement about the pandemic. Uh, makes me want to print out the lyrics to Life Goes On in English and post them all over town so people will see them and listen because, really, um, I don't think anyone, any other artist has adequately conveyed the pandemic the way the song has. So there were a few other award wins uh, this week. Uh, the Genia Music Awards were announced online. They were virtual this year, of course, because of the pandemic. BTS won Daesang, uh Album of the Year for Map of the Soul 7. And they won Best Dance Track for Dynamite. And another music award was held in France. The NRJ Music Awards. And that's presented by French radio station NRJ to uh, honor French and worldwide music. And they, uh, BTS won International Group Duo of the Year. They are the first Asian group to win that award. And there's another award coming up, the award show coming up this weekend. You know, we've got the Grammys in January or February. Um, I know they've got a room for their awards at Big Hit, but I think they're going to have to expand the room <laughs> because they got a lot this weekend. And it's not, uh, again, award season's not over. Okay, final story. Jen releases a new solo. So Jen's birthday was this week, of course. Happy birthday again to Jen. And... He decided to release a new solo song. It's called Abyss. It was our intro song this week. Uh, I'll link to the SoundCloud and the YouTube uh, streams of the song. That'll be btsthisweek.com. And it's a beautiful song. Um, it feels kind of like sea in a way, which is, and it, you know, a legendary BTS song and it's just it's the, the music is beautiful Jen's voice is impeccable he has got 
he's got the most incredible singing voice. I don't know if he realizes. I mean, I know he acts like he realizes, but I don't know if he really realizes how well he sings. Um, but on the Bang Tang Bomb, Bomb, excuse me, on the Bang Tang blog, Jen posted a note to Army to explain what uh, precipitated him recording this song. And, of course, on the Bang Tang blog, blog, let me get that out right one of these days, on the Bang Tang blog site, it's in Korean. But uh, do you, Bang Tang, Wisha, uh, has translated not only the lyrics, but also the blog post. So I'll link to that in the show notes so that you can read that. Um, But I want to read you the English translation of part of what Jen said. Okay, here we go. To tell you the truth, I was severely burned out recently. And I think it was because I had many thoughts regarding myself. I received congratulations from many people regarding the first place on Billboard's Hot 100 chart. But I wondered whether I deserved to receive such things. There are honestly a lot of people who love music and are better at music than me. So is it okay for me to receive such joy and congratulations? I had such thoughts, and it was delving further into this that made my heart heavy and want to lay down all things. I received counseling regarding this issue and spent each day as they were before having a conversation with Bang PD, who suggested whether I'd like to express such feelings through music. I gave the response that I didn't have the confidence to make it well, was worried the end result wouldn't be good, and was already at a level in which such things would not be acceptable. But Bang PD said such things weren't important. But if I was to do it, he promised that I would do it well, would do well, and he would find someone who would match well with me. It is in this way I was able to meet composer uh, Bumju Gai Youngnim and speak to him about many things, including my feelings. It turns out he's a bright and positive person. Youngnim said he wanted to help me and said with positive strength, let's try writing about many anxieties. If it doesn't work out, we can simply try again, which brightened me up again. We spoke about many things such a way and he was able to make a track that expressed my feelings as they were in that very place. And by using this as a vehicle to write about the things I wanted to say, Abyss was finished. I wanted to say again that I'm thankful to Bumju Guy. It's a sort of depressing song that doesn't befit a birthday, but I thought it would be more awkward to release it on a day that wasn't my birthday. So I have indeed released Abyss. It is a beautiful song. He could have released it any day he wanted to um, because it's that awesome. And, you know, again, from the blog, you can t- uh, the blog post, you can tell that maybe he does not have um, as much. He doubts himself. And the way Wisha put, put this on Twitter, and I want to quote her because the, the way she puts it is, is really good. And she, um, she said, Jen, facing imposter syndrome and burn, burnout is adrift at sea. And this is Jen's promise to himself. He'll keep searching until he can be close to the parts of himself that aren't okay. And when he is, he'll listen. 
That's love, patient, kind, and keeping the other in mind. So if, if you're not familiar with imposter syndrome, imposter syndrome is where objectively you have um, skills and expertise in a, in a field. And while others see you as competent or even excelling, you yourself feel like that it's all a big lie, that you're really not good at whatever it is, and that people are eventually going to find you out. Imposter syndrome is not a fun thing to go through. Um, it's actually very common in business. It's a com- I used to be a software developer. It's common in software developers um, that, you know, objectively, you know that you do well. Uh, you, you know that you're good at your job, but inside you feel like, I'm really not that good and people are going to figure it out and then I'm going to be in trouble. So that's, I think that's kind of where Jim is at when he talks about burnout. Just like Wisha says, he's facing this where he feels like he doesn't deserve the congratulations and accolades that he's getting as part of BTS when he absolutely does deserve it. Again, like I said, he has an exquisite voice. He is, his, his singing, I mean, it's just incredibly beautiful. Um, Epiphany. Oh, my goodness. Such a beautiful song. And, you know, both of his solos uh, that he's released, This and Tonight, very beautiful. His voice is just incredible. Um, But in his own head, sometimes he doesn't believe that. So this is where uh, Abyss comes from. And I think it's an awesome song. Um, On SoundCloud right now, as the time of this recording, it's had uh, 3.81 million streams and... Uh, 294,000 likes and then on YouTube it's had 8.7 million views and 2.5 million likes. It is an awesome song. And then one more quote about the song from Teen Vogue. Uh, They say, the song's lighthearted ballad ambiance stands in stark contrast to its somber lyrics which ponder inner demons and inconsolable anxiety. And if, you know, I know Jen thought it was too depressing for his birthday, but that's another thing about this pandemic. Um, People are inside their heads a lot. They're facing, you know, these inner demons and inconsolable anxiety. They're stuck in their houses. They're afraid. Um, This song, in a way, is consoling and soothing because you know you're not the only one. So, Jen, awesome song. Happy birthday again. Um, I added it to my uh, SoundCloud uh, BTS Chill Music playlist. I'll post a link to that in the show notes, btsthesweet.com. But it the song is on SoundCloud, and you can also listen on YouTube. So, next week, on Monday, December 7th, uh, Consequence of Sound is going to release an interview with BTS. Time has not been announced. Also on Monday, there will be a TBS interview and special at 1.58, I believe, a.m. 
Korea Standard Time, which means it's probably already been released. Uh, on Tuesday, December 8th, Run BTS Episode 119, which is the second part of the Photo Story uh, series, will be released at 9 p.m. Korea Standard Time. On Thursday, December 10th, will be the third episode of the Maple Story BTS collaboration uh, brainstorming videos. That'll be at 12 p.m. Korea Standard Time. Also on Thursday, December 10th, Lee Sung-ji uh, is releasing an album called The Project, and it will contain a remastered version of his 2111 song called The Song That Will Make You Smile. And in this new version, it will feature Nam June and Hobie. And so that song will be released on Thursday at 6 p.m. Korea Standard Time. Also on Thursday, December 10th, uh, Run BTS Episode 119 Behind the Scenes, 9 p.m. Korea Standard Time. On December 12th, which is Saturday, Ask Anything Chat. There will be an Ask Anything Chat with BTS. The time for that has not been released. And then also on Saturday the 12th, the Fact Music Awards. Those will be 6 p.m. Korea Standard Time, and BTS is set to perform. So, last word. This is episode 100! Yay! <laughs> I'm so excited. I cannot believe I made episode 100. Um, when I started this podcast back in March of 2019? Yes, March of 2019. Um, it's just amazing to me that this is already episode 100. And I'm counting the trailer. I know some people don't, but I am. It just makes life easier. Um, so I'm really excited that that I've made it to episode 100. I'm so excited for my listeners. Um, I am so happy when y'all reach out and talk to me. Um, it's just amazing. And to be able to follow BTS and be ARMY and then also share uh, the news about BTS with other ARMY it's just awesome. It is something I look forward to doing every weekend. And I just am so happy that I made it to episode 100. So let me give you a little sneak peek. Um, it may be tomorrow, which would be Tuesday the 8th. I'm going to have an episode 100 giveaway. And just between you and me. I'm giving away vinyl seat, vinyl singles. So what I'm going to do is I want to have a prize pack of vinyl singles just between you and me. So definitely check out um, the Twitter, my Twitter account, BTS Mama Bear, uh, the Facebook page, which, if you go to bts.com, there's a link to it, um, for the announcement of the giveaway probably tomorrow. Um, super excited about this giveaway. Um, super excited. So, like again, just between you and me, vinyl singles. Don't, don't tell anybody where you heard that. <laughs> Okay, finally, where you can find BTS this week. You can subscribe for free at Spotify. 
SoundCloud, Apple, Google, Audible, Stitcher, Deezer, Radio Public, and Ghana. There is a website, as I have mentioned, btsthisweek.com. It's where you'll find the show notes with links to everything I've discussed in this episode and show notes for every other episode. All 199 other episodes. 100. No, 99 other episodes. Um, there's a BTS This Week Twitter. Handles BTS This Week. Instagram, BTS This Week. And there's a Facebook page. And as I said before, if you go to btsthisweek.com, there's a link. You can go uh, like the Facebook page. I post headlines there, but I don't discuss them the way I do in the podcast. But you'll get the headlines just a little bit faster. Uh, I also have a swag shop for BTS this week. It's on Public. There'll be a link in the show notes. Um, trying to get money to buy some more podcast equipment. So uh, swag shop, link in the show notes. If you want to talk to me, the best place to do that is Twitter. I'm BTS Mama Bear, and I'm on there every day. And so getting in touch with me there is pretty easy. Also, you can go to the BTS This Week website and go to the contact page. And there's a form you can fill out to send me an email. And then finally, I have a YouTube channel, BTS Mama Bear. I'm not going to promise you anything this week because, again, I didn't finish the videos. So... Maybe if I don't say I'm going to do them this week, I'll actually do them. I mean, I filmed them. I just have to edit them down. (sighs) But anyway, again, very happy to be at episode 100. Very happy to have my listeners. Y'all are awesome. And, you know, this, this is awesome. It just really is. So I purple you. You're awesome. You are valuable. Anybody tells you any different they are wrong. Please stay safe and stay healthy. If you do not have to be out, do not go out. Stay home. Um, I know, for example, in my city, the testing rates right now, they're saying it's like 40% positives they're getting. So it's awful here right now. So where you, even if it's not this, this bad where you are, if you don't have to go anywhere, please stay home. And if you have to go out... Please, please wear a mask and make sure it covers your nose. It's amazing how many people I see wearing a mask and their nose isn't covered up. Wear your mask and wear it correctly. And finally, wash your hands and use hand sanitizer and keep your dirty hands away from your face. I want us all to make it through this safe and healthy. But I hope you have an awesome week this week coming week i hope there's all kinds of more good news about bts i'm sure there will be and stream life goes on stream the whole album it makes me feel better so i hope it makes you feel better too but y'all have a great week hang in there and i'll talk to you in six days